This is the Week in Addiction Medicine, a podcast resource of timely news and top stories brought to you by the American Society of Addiction Medicine, ASAM. Today is Tuesday, August 23rd, and I'm Claire Rasmussen. Our lead story this week, Longitudinal Assessments of Neurocognitive Performance on Brain Structure Associated with Initiation of Tobacco Use in Children, is in JAMA Network Open. This cohort study recruited 11,000 children aged 9 through 10 and conducted follow-up at two years. Children who self-reported ever using tobacco products at recruitment were found to have lower scores on picture vocabulary test, crystallized cognition, and total cognition at baseline. At the two-year follow-up, the children also had lower oral reading recognition and picture sequence memory. While additional research is needed, the authors conclude that their findings highlight the continued need to focus on prevention among young children. Next is a study in International Journal of Drug Policy titled, Has the Treatment Gap for Opioid Use Disorder Narrowed in the U.S.? A Yearly Assessment from 2010 to 2019. This cross-sectional study calculated the treatment gap between opioid use disorder prevalence and receipt of medications for opioid use disorder treatment at national and state levels. The medications for opioid use disorder treatment receipt was lowest in South Dakota in 2019, with 66 per 100,000 persons receiving treatment, and was highest in Vermont with 1,300 per 100,000 persons. A new article in AJHP is titled Detecting Drug Diversion in Health System Data Using Machine Learning and Advanced Analytics. The investigators in this study developed a computer algorithm to detect drug diversion in hospitals, examining 10 acute care hospitals' data from sources such as EMR, pharmacy records, and employee schedules. The artificial intelligence system created then assigned each medication transaction a risk score, and applied the model to a data set, where the AI identified all cases of known diversion. Our next article in JAMA Network Open is titled, Association Between Brain Structure and Alcohol Use Behaviors in Adults. This study of over 700,000 participants identified a significant negative association between genetically predicted global cortical thickness and alcohol consumption, particularly binge drinking. The study's results support emerging literature suggesting that cortical structure is associated with alcohol use, and the authors identify transcriptomic and cellular associations between phenotypes that warrant further investigation. Next, we have an article in Alcohol titled Alcohol and Aging, an Area of Increasing Concern. This article discusses the dangers associated with alcohol misuse among adults 65 and older such as systematic inflammation, sleep disturbances, cancers, cognitive decline, and falls. The authors argue that the rapid expansion of the population aged 65 or older could significantly increase the burden on the healthcare system, resulting from alcohol use disorder and alcohol-related injuries and diseases. Screening and brief intervention could substantially reduce the risk of harm from alcohol among older patients. A new study in the Journal of Addiction Medicine is titled Perioperative Management of Extended-Release Buprenorphine. This article discusses the ways the perioperative management of buprenorphine has increasingly been characterized by the continuation of buprenorphine throughout the perioperative period while also administered fully against opioid for analgesia. 
With this view, the patient benefits from the analgesic properties of buprenorphine and its efficacy in the treatment of opioid use disorder during a period of increased vulnerability to relapse. Next is an article in the Journal of General Internal Medicine titled, Do Urine Drug Tests Reveal Substance Misuse Among Patients Prescribed Opioids for Chronic Pain? This study obtained data from a previous study of opioid prescribing in primary care settings, which was conducted between 2014 and 2016 and included over 600 patients prescribed long-term opioids for chronic pain. Patients had a median of three urine drug tests, each of which were judged to be either concerning, as in containing a substance not prescribed, not concerning, or uncertain. 37% of patients were found to have one or more concerning urinary drug test, and factors associated with the concerning test included an age of under 35 years or a substance use disorder diagnosis. The authors note that the urinary drug tests are often difficult to interpret, and it is not clear if the tests improve patient outcomes. Our final study, titled Overdose Deaths Involving Utilone, is an MMWR. The study notes that the supply of synthetic carthenones, or psychoactive bath salts, increased significantly between 2017 and 2021. The authors examined overdose deaths related to utilone in 2020, finding that 343 deaths were reported in 22 states, with 75% occurring in Florida or Maryland. Over half of utilone-involved deaths co-involved cocaine or methamphetamines, and the data suggests that most of these overdoses involved accidental exposure. This concludes today's episode of This Week in Addiction Medicine. Remember to subscribe to the ASAM Weekly for more exclusive content and our editor's commentary, delivered every Tuesday. Be sure to check us out on social media in ASAM.org. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week.